This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey everybody, it's Junior Post Dover. Well, that wasn't worth the sh. You know, we didn't have a good weekend. I don't I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. Started off uh, with the weather coming in Friday that was probably gonna postpone uh, qualifying, which it did. Everybody got their cars ready to make a hard good run in the first practice, which they, they all did. We ended up uh, doing pretty good there. So we got a second start, uh, second starting spot on Friday without having to go through qualifying. We haven't done well in qualifying. I doubt we could have uh, beat Harvick and I doubt we would have been second had we had to qualify. So that was pretty good. Uh, we went to Saturday feeling like uh, we might you know, be okay. And in practice Saturday, we were not. We weren't good at all. Uh, we couldn't get good speed out of the car. We did finish ninth in the first practice, but it went downhill from there. We made uh, a lot of changes, tried a lot of things, and nothing worked. Uh, just couldn't get any good speed out of the car. We had balance issues from being too loose, being too tight. We mainly fought trying to get front grip in the car. We have had a lot of problems with front grip all year mainly in the last couple of weeks so it's been very frustrating um saturday was a really hard day uh you know it's it's hard not to get down and get disappointed and uh you know i just know how dover is and if you're not on it you're in for a long day anyhow uh we made a lot of changes Saturday night, Greg and the guys just went through everything, look at, looked at all the things our teammates were doing to try to find some answers. We changed everything. We uh, changed the rear end housing, all four shocks, two rear springs, sway bar, the rear track bar, the wedge. If it was there, we changed it. So we were uh, expecting something different not sure whether we were going to be any better but we were certainly expecting the car to be different and when the race started i didn't think it was all that great we maintained some track position by uh taking two tires a couple times that bit us in there one time where i think we had too many laps on our left so left side tires new here a little softer wears out a little bit more but anyhow we faded on one of them one of the longest runs of the day and uh lost a lot of lost all our track position so at that point uh we pitted uh with about 100 laps to go greg was going to try to stretch it on fuel so we gave up uh five or six spots just trying to save about a you know half a second of fuel a lap and uh the caution came out with 50 laps to go so that killed that idea and then they had the big wreck um jimmy's transmission locked up I didn't know what was going on up there. So, you know, usually, you know, with the banking on the straightaway, if there's a wreck, everything goes to the bottom, which it pretty much did. So I went by on the outside, and I really thought I was way, I was past the wreck. I thought that Jimmy, I saw, you know, I saw Jimmy on the inside, and I thought he was the the end of the wreck. And so I started to accelerate to get on out of it and, and get past it. 
and the 13 must have got clipped on the bottom and turned up the racetrack into me so i saw him coming but i couldn't i couldn't stop from hitting him so we hit him it uh snapped the wheel out of my hands somehow or another uh ripped the button off the steering wheel hit put the car in the wall anyways it tore the car up so bad we couldn't get it fixed in the time we had left in the race so i went home but i swear i, I don't i don't know what to do about dover we go there and run run decent top five and we'll go back and it's like we've never seen the place it's it's i can't figure it out so it's disappointing you can't you know go into that racetrack with any kind of uh idea of what might be coming you just don't know what you're going to get and that makes it a frustrating place to have to go to and uh anyhow we'll you know i think it's uh it was disappointing to run 15th at kansas i know i know our fans uh, are really disappointed and they see the gibbs guys doing well it's obvious to us who's doing good and the, and who's not we understand that we've lost a little bit of something especially these last four or five weeks have been really miserable we haven't had a fast car at any of the races even talladega where we thought we were going to be great we went in there and goofed it up so we got a lot of work to do and and you know i'm i'm not you know last week it was yeah we finished 15th you know we'll get it figured out this week it's more we got a problem houston uh it's time to time to start understanding how severe this situation is and really get get to owning it try to figure something out we got a long season a lot of racing left and not quite halfway to the chase deadline and i'm looking at those teams in the chase and they're you know the teams that are not in the chase and i know we're better than them but it ain't good it ain't good enough to be just good enough to make it uh, you know in years past we've won races we've been locked in we we're up in the top five in points throughout the year um we definitely aren't the team we were the last few years so we've got to figure out what's going on how we're getting beat you know i see a few things on our cars and on other cars that are out of our control there's only so much that my guys can do in the garage and before we go through the tech line so it's a you know it's a battle every weekend to try to figure out how much work you can do to your car and how much you can help your driver and then knowing uh you know when you get out on the starting line you're gonna you know but between unloading the car on friday to the time you put it on the grid for the race on sunday you're gonna lose some of that speed going through tech a few times and uh that's been disappointing but that's out of your hands so we'll have to work in other areas try to find speed in other areas this all-star race weekend coming up ain't going to be the answer to all our problems but it's an opportunity to work on some of them i'll be honest with you i'd rather win that 600 
a thousand times more than I'd rather win the all-star race. You know, running running good and running better throughout the rest of the year is much more important to me than than stumbling into a million bucks on this all-star weekend. If we come out of all-star race winners but don't have don't understand how to go into the 600 and be competitive, it does us no no good. So I'm going I put, you know, I put us learning something, us us understanding how to get better us us getting better as a team above anything else going forward we've got to figure out how to be better if we do you know if we get into this chase we can't be running like this uh, that ain't gonna work so clearly disappointed all the guys on the team are in the same boat all the guys on the team are also very positive you have to be for us to be able to get better we all got to work together we, we know we can do it i believe in all my guys i believe in greg and they believe in me and we'll figure it out you know we've been down before so but it's time to own it it's time to get after it you know it we've been working hard but it, we got to look ourselves in the mirror and really get to it here figure out what's going on what we need to be doing start at, start really trying to find some speed and some answers we'll see how it goes going forward like i say a lot of racing left and uh throughout the summer you know no telling what might what might come up and what we might find but as a company i think everybody agrees that we could be faster and you know I think with us all working toward that goal, sooner or later the company itself is going to find that that extra gear, and uh, it's going to affect all four cars all at once. You see all the Gibbs guys all quick practice, qualifying, race—they're all together, and that's that's because they're they're smart. They figured it out. They got something going that's working for them, and they're sharing information. So. Our teams do the same thing once we figure out what's going on, once we figure out what we need. I think the whole company will step up, and I feel positive that that will happen before the chase. But So we'll figure it. We'll, we'll keep working. That's all I can tell you. I know everybody's disappointed. I'm disappointed. The team's mad. I'm mad. The fans are mad. We know that shit. Can't sit here and bitch about it. we got to go to work. So we'll see you at, uh, at the All-Star Race. I'm looking forward to seeing all the fans that come out for Fan Day at Junior Motorsports. That's always a good time. We'll have all our drivers out there signing autographs. That's coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's coming up one of them damn days. But I'm looking forward to it. So you guys enjoy the download. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you the particulars of that event here in, uh, in just a minute. Thankfully, as you can tell, Mike Davis has been working with Dale Jr. for a long time. And Jr. relies on Mike to give you those that specific information yeah. uh, this is the dale jr download presented by spy be happy with the all-new spy dale jr paint scheme sunglasses it's called the livery series they're available in the popular dirty mode general dega mccoy and admiral frames get yours today at spyoptic.com it is uh coming up a week from friday by the way that's and right my, maybe he, i should just communicate that to junior <laughs> yeah yeah he he'll be there he 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 knows he needs to be there and 
Yeah. He clearly is excited about that, but that might be the only thing he's excited about. I, I got to tell you, I mean, we've been, uh, I want to say we've done a hundred and what? 30, 30 some odd. This is one thirty-three. One thirty-three. First name Davis. Yep. I've said one thirty-three. That is absolutely the most animated I've ever heard him. Frustrated, disappointed, animated. Yeah. Angry. Yeah. Mad, passionate, genuine, real. I mean, you could use any of those words uh, to describe candid. Any of those words to describe what we just heard. I I, I know one. It, it that doesn't make anyone feel better. Doesn't make me feel better. Doesn't make anyone feel better. But I do appreciate him. I do appreciate him because there aren't many people that do what he does for a living or that are extremely successful, very very well known athletes or whatever walk of life they're in, Mike, that give all of their fans that kind of access. I, I don't know any of them, in fact, that would do what he just did. So I do appreciate him for doing that and, and allowing us to do this podcast each and every week. Having said that, uh, last week stunk. I think I said it sucked. This week was brutal. Uh, brutal. And and I think that certainly on the heels of, as he described it, Mike, what the team has been going through the last few weeks is what made it brutal. Uh, but it was. I mean, you could tell, and you gave me a heads up going into the race, uh, unfortunately, but uh, you could tell it was going to be a long day from the very start. Because of Saturday. Saturday was so frustrating. I mean, the frustration was palpable. You could see it. You could feel it. And it wasn't just the 88. All right? And that's important. You know, you said last week, what do we expect to see out of Dover? And I said, what did I say to you, Taylor? I said, well, you know, I'm not looking just at the 88. I'm looking at the entire, yeah. you know, Hendrick Motorsports fleet. Right. Because traditionally the 48 obviously is dynamite there. Mm -hmm. um, and so let's look at the 48, see where where it is. And then 88 can, you know, it's hit or miss at Dover. But recently we've had some really good runs there. And so yeah, I like to think that we could go in there if we're on our game. And, you know, the 5 and 24 as well. Well, to be honest with you, the whole weekend was a struggle. That's fair to say, right? I mean, Saturday. It, the thing about it is, the, as frustrating as Saturday was, and I don't want to miss this. I want everybody to understand. And I think that I can go to Dale Jr.'s audio just then and, and say the same thing. As frustrating as it is, it was a contained frustration, okay? Mm -hmm. it was a, if there's such a thing as a healthy frustration, that's what it was. It was real, but it was also contained. It was the kind of frustration that you want to see when things aren't going well. Does that make sense, Taylor? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it wasn't like anybody's throwing their sucker in the dirt or throwing temper tantrums because that's good for nobody. That's good for nobody. And if you go back to Junior's early career, and we can go, we can, there's countless examples of when things weren't going their way. How did Dale Jr. handle it? How did the team handle it? The crew chiefs. Listen, it was broadcast on radio channels for everyone to hear how, how we acted on that. You know what I'm saying? And that was good for who? Nobody. It was entertaining, but it wasn't good for anybody. This was a healthy frustration, and this is what I like to see out of this. So if there's a silver lining, it's the fact that I never saw this team stop going after it. They were swinging. They never made contact, though, this weekend. It was frustrating. And Junior yeah. was down. But I, but I like to hear that fire in the belly that Dell Jr.'s bringing because that is actually that's, that's the case for the entire team. The entire organization, yeah, the no question. The entire organization. That's yeah, and, the four, right. and to see the 48 struggle, uh, uh, arguably one of his biggest personal playgrounds in his career, uh, uh, you're right. 
uh, that there's something to be said for that. Now, having said that, the, the five and the 24 finished third and fourth. But they needed half the field to. They did. They did. But they, they and you could certainly suggest that they got lucky, fortunate, whatever. But um, which is fine. Don't 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 ever feel bad about that. But the fact of the matter is, if we cleared out there, if if we we'd have got by Mears, we might have finished in the top five. Would you say that we deserved a top five yesterday? No, golly, no, no, absolutely not. Man, I, you know, the, the the hardest thing about watching that race is just seeing how uncompetitive the car was and, and seeing it the week before in Kansas. And I think that that, more than anything, is what frustrates Dale Jr., right? You talk about that all the time. He doesn't care about finishing seconding and, to your point, lucking into a second-place finish if the car was uncompetitive. He wants a a car capable of winning that can be competitive. and that And that is what I'll be interested to see, and it's what he was talking about there about winning the all-star race it's not that he hates the all-star race but he wants to win points races he wants to win the 600 for a lot of reasons uh but especially because it assures their spot in the championship into the playoffs in the chase and uh you know the if the all-star race doesn't get them closer to being able to win the 600 you know i love what he said there because that's so true you know he clearly Dale Jr. and everyone associated with the 88 is ready to gain on it. They're tired of this. Yeah, listen, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to make a little prediction here. This is – one day we're going to look at this in hindsight, and this is going to be crumbs compared to anything. I mean, you, are you, does anyone honestly think Hendrick Motorsports won't climb out of this? Absolutely well, no. not. This is going to be a blip on the radar. We've had several bad weeks. This year's – you know, Joe Gibbs has hit on something. Joe Gibbs will come back to earth. And it might actually be this season. And Hendrick will then be back to its old form. I have no doubt about that. It's just a matter of finding it. It's what happens in between now and then that honestly uh, that matters the most on how long it will take. I mean, this is honestly character-defining times right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we, you know, people's characters are defined when things are going rough and bad, not when they're good. And right now, this is a character-defining time for for the 88 team and for Hendrick Motorsports and I've got no doubt they're the best characters out there yeah chances are you're right um I I don't necessarily always operate that way just saying oh well it's going to turn back around we'll be great again and the chances are you're right uh Richard Childress Racing has never turned back around um there's plenty of teams in the sport that have never turned Jack Roush has never turned back around uh, so I'm not here to suggest this is the end of Hendrick Motorsports but the great thing about Rick Hendrick Mike and everyone working for him is his attitude is not saying, well, we'll get out of this one day. His attitude is, we will fix this right freaking now. We will do everything we can to fix this right now. And, and that, to me, is what gives me the most confidence, is because I've never seen an owner in the history of NASCAR more committed to always fixing it. And he does not ever rest on his laurels and all the championships. He always operates in the now. That's what makes... Nick Saban, the best at what he does in football, and Mike Krzyzewski, the best at what he does in basketball, and Rick Hendrick, the best in what he does in NASCAR, is because when they're going through this kind of adverse situation, they always think about how to fix it instead of, well, let's just be patient and let the dust settle. He doesn't operate that way. Well, you just, you just hit it right on my point was going to be. Richard Childress and Jack Roush don't have Rick Hendrick. Rick Hendrick is – that's the difference. Rick Hendrick is the difference, and, and that's why I have no doubt. This will be, this will be something we chuckle at uh, 
when we win the championship this year. Yes. 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 Yeah, I said it. Yes. I said it, Davis. Yes. You dang except yeah. What? You're not with me, Davis? I'm with you. <laughs> He's like, I'm with Davis, you. Davis, first name, why do you have some doubt and shock in, in Mike Na- Davis saying this? I'm not writing down notes, and Mike's <laughs> over here making huge proclamations. I'm, I'm over here preaching. And I'm just a big <laughs> smile on my face, and Mike calls me out. I'm trying to say, yeah, we're going to hey, championship. Hey. Do you not like to drink beer in Homestead, Florida, Davis? Come on. I love drinking beer, especially in Florida. There you go. <laughs> yes, no, he does. No, in all seriousness, though, I, I, I like the team we're with. I love, Rick Hendrick is the difference maker. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, what you're saying and I, I feel very very confident they will get out of this uh, because of the attitude that's required in order to get out of this uh, one the biggest thing to me in the audio we listened to to Dale Jr a couple things but first Mike the thing that I appreciate most is while I used all those words to describe him sad angry mad disappointed frustrated I never heard defeated I never heard you know the well yeah, God help you us know, if it ever becomes that. We're done. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well. And now, right. there are plenty of people in NASCAR and in the world that are defeated. Yeah. There are plenty of drivers. There's one in particular I will not name that absolutely is defeated this season. And this is a championship-level driver, and he is defeated. He has – and his ad, it's all over his face. He talks about it nonstop. And I don't have any time for people that act that way. No time for that. Well, and yeah. fortunately, Dale Jr. is not defeated. Dale Jr. is mad. Dale Jr. thinks this is unacceptable. But Dale Jr. knows that everyone, self-included, is going to put the work in to turn this thing around. They had, a, they had consecutive second-place finishes a month ago. Right? This is a team in seven wins in the last two years. This is a team clearly that knows what it takes to operate at a championship level. And, oh, by the way, look, I know there's going to be plenty of people, Mike, saying, bring back Steve Letarte, get him out of the broadcast booth. He will fix our problems. Stop. Yeah. First of all, Steve's not coming back. Steve's in the broadcast booth. Yeah, let's live in real world. Right. Second, secondly, yeah. Greg Ives last season was part of a team that won numerous, that numerous victories. A couple of restrictor plate wins and – uh, another went on top of that in uh, in Phoenix last year. So this is in a team that had top five the fire out of them last year. So to suggest, you know, let's not make this out to be you know, and I'm sure Dado or somebody else might say Lance McGrew and all that stuff. Uh, this is not anywhere close to that. So let's just be careful before we start saying let's fire the crew chief or anything like that. I we need to see clearly and and make sure we understand that uh, that's completely unnecessary. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain that even com- that conversation because that doesn't help anybody. Oh, who are you going to put in it? All right, you're going to fire Greg Dives? Who are you going to put in it? They, I mean, it's clear that this, the issue that we're dealing with is much deeper, and, it, and, it, and it's not just exclusive to this race team. So that, that's, if, if that's the way people want to spend their time. But the fact of the matter is, is that as frustrating as this weekend was, and I was there to witness it, um, I, I, I walked away pleased with the fact that it was a frustration that I would want them. They're not losing. They're not, you know, jumping off the ledge, which, you know, a lot of people, myself included, might be inclined to do. 
in times like this. All right, so you're saying they have the right attitude in a situation like this. Give us an example. They never stopped trying. Listen, what did Dale Jr. say in this audio? I'll just go back to Dale. I mean, they changed everything on this car. Now you're like, okay, that's just throwing darts. But is it? Or, or, or do you really want them to enter the race uh, with the same setup that they brought in on Saturday? No, they went and changed everything. There was nothing on that car that was original. I mean, he, he could have picked any gender bathroom it wanted to go to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, yeah, I said it. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's a big deal in North Carolina right now, Right, folks. right, yeah. So I'm, I'm telling you, they, they never <laughs> stop swinging. All right, and, and, you know, even after the crash, even after the crash, Davis is over there still laughing. <laughs> uh, even after the crash. We're on fire today. Even after the crash, you know, that, those guys are working. Listen, you're like, oh, it's just you just saying, you know, you're just being a little homer. Okay, well, what's the alternative? You know, what's the alternative? What do I want to see out of a team when they're down? What do I want to see out of them? There, you're right. There's a lot of examples of people that don't respond the correct way when they're uh, up against the wall. I'm seeing a team that's responding the right way so far. They're searching. They're digging. They're trying. They're swinging. They're going to come out of it. Yeah, they're going to come out of it. I, I believe they will. Uh, you know, and again, it's not just NASCAR. It's anything. And I have a lot of golf responsibilities. And I was at the Players Championship this weekend. And Mike, there were ten times a player walked off the golf course, and who's a worth millions and millions of dollars and i thought this guy's making too much money he doesn't care it doesn't matter to him if he that's finishes, right good finishes tied for 25th and you know it's no big deal oh well i've i'll go get on my private plane fly to the next tournament and it's no big deal i know i can't compete with these guys whatever uh, and that drives me nuts i can't stand seeing it and it's not just in golf or nascar or in sports it's in the world yeah. you know it's but that's what. That's the reason why I appreciated Dale Jr.'s thoughts this week so much is because you know how much he cares. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I certainly appreciate most. There's one thing in there that I wanted to ask you about. All right. You know, he talked about the balance, qualifying second, uh, probably wouldn't have qualified there if they actually had qualifying, but practice-wise looked good on Friday and got second, balance being so bad on Saturday. Talked about the front grip problems the team has had all year. We've talked a good bit about that here on the download. Uh, changed everything Saturday night. He talked about taking two tires, whether or not that was the right choice, saving fuel, whether that was the right choice. He went through the big wreck and how he thought he was going to make it through before hitting 13. So frustrated over Dover and Kansas. And he described each of those different things that he was going through so well. His disappointment, they're not the same team, all those things. The, the all-star race or the 600. But the one thing in there that I would love to hear more about, Mike, is he said he sees things on other cars that, that his car doesn't necessarily have the capability of. And he said there's only so much that we can do. What does he mean by that? I don't know. But, you know, listen, when you're in a garage, uh, you know, in, in these tight garages, and, man, there, ain't a di there is not a tighter garage in this, uh, in this sport than the ones at Dover. I mean, mm. you're basically working on cars on top of each other here. Um, you can only hide so much, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious. You don't think other teams are looking and see what the cars that are fast are doing, see if you can notice any difference. I'm going to be honest with you. Even when they're on the track, uh, Dale Jr. will report what he's seeing something on another car, um, and, and just, you know, for the notes, something to discuss on Tuesday, not, ne not necessarily something to discuss, you know, right there uh, for everyone to hear. So they, they see. 
I, I don't know if they know what the Gibbs stuff, uh, what, what's clicking for them or not. I mean, I hear rumors. I mean, I hear, you know, well, this is what they're doing, this is what they're doing. I have no idea what's actual truth to that. But I have, you know, if, if, if history proves uh, right again, the reason these things are cyclical is because when a team hits on something, right. the engineers go to work and they end up figuring it out, don't they? Absolutely. So, no, they I mean, do. I mean, you're going to tell me that's, uh, you know, no different in this case? I mean, of course, they, whatever Gibbs have done. Listen, was it Penske a couple years ago that started uh, doing the, the side panels flaring out and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, people noticed it? They're like, whoa, what are they doing? Oh, they're ca- catching a little extra downforce here. And then everybody did it. I, you know, it, it it'll be figured out. And if if Gibbs is doing the right thing, they're already looking at the next advantage that they're going to try to get. But uh, that's why you've got these engineers. The engineers are very important to these race teams. And I don't know that a lot of uh, a lot of people recognize that. But the engineers are ultimately going to be the difference makers uh, when it comes down to it. That's what today's NASCAR is, anyways. Yeah, I, I tell you what, man, I am sick and tired of Gibbs. I, I am. I speak for everyone listening to this podcast. Please, somebody knock these guys off. Is it? It's just ridiculous. And I have nothing against Coach Gibbs. He's a wonderful man. Yeah, I but, agree. I but agree. you know what I mean. I just I I can't stand watching his cars win every week. Ugh. And that's a natural reaction. That's good. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want anybody to be okay with that. If you're a junior fan or yeah. a Hendrick fan, you're not supposed to be okay with that. And, Anything uh, else you want to say about the uh, the race? Uh, did you think that if <clears throat> if the caution flag does not fly when they are saving fuel, that would have worked? Ah, uh, we were. Nah, oof. you know I didn't mind us going after it, but I didn't think we were going to make it. I got to be honest. We were ten laps. Short. I think the fuel window was like eighty-one laps. If I if I saw yeah. that correctly, uh, yeah, you know that would have been that have been rough. A lot of things would have had to go our way. But you know what? I wouldn't have minded us going after it because you know what? We weren't going to get there any other way. I'll tell you this: Larry McReynolds' head would have absolutely exploded on national television. If he was able to make it, because you know his calculator was on fire, as he likes to say. Well, what did he say? Hey, he, well, there was no. It wasn't Dale Junior specific, but there was a couple cars that are in the same situation as Junior, or a similar situation, and uh, and and he said there's no way in the world they could have made it. Well, so here's I think one. You're right. Here's one thing I will say to that. It seems to me, and I don't have statistics to back this up, but Dover to me always seems like it has ridiculously long cautions. Like, mm-hmm. like sometimes it feels like 20 laps under caution. So just to save some fuel that way, yeah. If that would have been right, right. I don't know how many. It seemed like they probably uh, had a good bit of caution laps there at the end anyways, or at least for that big wreck. I know it was under red flag for a while, but, you know, I was going to care center and garage and wasn't paying attention at that point. But it just – Dover has long cautions. And, um, you know, maybe it could have got you there. Again, I don't have a problem with us trying it because, I mean, we were just uh, – we were – not having a good day. You spent the whole weekend with him, basically more of the same that what we heard from Dale Jr. there? No, that was actually very interesting to me. Dale Jr., again, he was very focused all weekend. I mean, like it wasn't like uh, if he would have gone into that type of uh, dialogue before the race or even immediately after the race. Just I mean Saturday been... practice was frustrating, and certainly after the race he had to be extremely frustrated. So I didn't know if yeah, no, he you got a, a quiet junior or yeah. you got more of what we just heard there. And, uh, focused in the zone junior, which is the part I don't I don't meddle with. I just uh, I, I mm-hmm. leave him alone. I mean, of course, we had the junior motorsports guys going in the Xfinity race, but those guys were working all the way through that race, the junior included. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like they, yeah. they, they, they didn't stop, and they never stopped even after the garage closed. So they were focused all week. 
um, and, and very into the work that they had uh, before them. And there was no time to sit there and complain and, and rant and, and even offer dialogue to, to guys like me. I, I could tell that there was a, a lot going on. It was palpable. Again, I mean, this is the kind of, kind of weekend where you just kind of stay out of their way and let them, you know, focus on what they need to focus on. Radio Chatter Replay Time, presented by Nationwide. Junior Nation, check out the ride with Dale Jr. to help kids everywhere campaign from Nationwide to Nationwide Children's Hospital. In case you missed it, Dale Jr. will be driving the number 88 Nationwide Children's Hospital Chevy SS during the Kentucky race weekend, and you can have your name on the car. Your name on the car. Now, I'm not telling you to change your name to Mike Davis Sucks, but if you do, there's a real chance you will have your name on the car. Simply donate to the hospital at nationwidechildrenshospital.org slash Dale Jr., and your name will be placed on the hood of the car. Only limited spots are available, so you need to act quickly. Check out Nationwide social channels on Facebook at Nationwide88, on Twitter at Nationwide88 for more information and updates. It's time now for Radio Chatter Replay, presented by Nationwide. Hi, buddy. Speed line is going to begin on your left where this box is. All four tires inside that orange box. All four. And four. All four. Usually, sometimes it's two, sometimes it's four. So it's easy to, real easy to get confused. Yeah, I know. Here it's four for some reason. You go to places like Richmond where there's just a box that's two tires. You're ten away right there. Not supposed to beat the four to the line unless he spins them real bad or something. I'm not even sure what we're supposed to do then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ready, and green, 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 Coming there, cars are going to be out. 
I think you're going to be inside row P13. Okay, we got 71 to go. I'm going to have to need you to start saving fuel for me about half a second. Lifting early per corner. That one's blowing up on the bottom here. In the one, in the one. No caution, keep coming. No caution yet. They're going to wreck, they're wrecking down here now. Check it up here. Well, if we only had like 15 laps on tires, we'd probably stay out here, but we got 40. So I was thinking about pushing in a right rear rubber and then adding a round of wedge to the left rear. Okay. Okay, we'll probably have about 47 to go. Uh, two cars took two. The rest uh, took four, obviously. Sitting 21st. I think we got uh, some changes in there. We'll see how it works out. All right, man. Couple of the green leader is in your row. He is five from the mark. Buddy, good, 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 rolling good, rolling good, rolling good. You're out know, something's rolling really good. Rolling just fine. Okay, check it up, 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 check it up. Go low, go low, go low, go low. High, 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 high. Come on, high, high, high. Keep coming, keep coming. Go, 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 high, high. Keep rolling there if you can, buddy. Throwing the red flag here. I can't see you, bud. You okay? Yeah, he's getting out. Yeah, sorry, Greg. Pretty frustrating day. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s third DNF of the year. And uh, points-wise, 13th now, if you count uh, the two guys uh, behind him that have won, which, of course, uh, include Matt Kenseth and Denny Hamlin. So, work to be done, Mr. Davis. Work to be done. Hey, you want to know something, though? As bad as this weekend was, you know what I can say for Dale Jr.? He didn't lose his golf clubs. Golly, man. Uh, it's too soon. Not, <laughs> it's too soon. I might I might do the the Taylor Zarzer download and start the download with the same kind of frustration Junior has on that. They didn't put them on the they just didn't put them on the plane. So the airline it, lost your golf clubs. They well they didn't lose them. They just forgot to put them on the plane. They just sat next to the ticket dude at five thirty in the morning in Jacksonville, Florida, and he said, "Okay, here's <laughs> and your his ticket. name is Stan." And Punch, <laughs> punched him in there. He got to be a Gibbs fan for sure, <laughs> and uh, he never put him on the plane. Oh, oh, I guess we got to do reaction theater now. Don't yeah, we? we probably should. All Let's right. do it. Just watching the race under the red flag where uh, Jimmy didn't get going, and two things I want to hit on: the pit crew caused us to be sitting back there, so they need to pick their shit up. But then. We should get through the melee and thinking, hey, hey, yeah, we're making it through. And then f***ing one bar Casey Mayers comes up and smashes the s*** out of us. So if we didn't have bad luck, I guess we wouldn't have any luck at all. We were driving to the airport and TJ Majors, uh, you know, that drive to the airport after a race, it's always when you're kind of analyzing stuff. And TJ Mm -hmm. says, I'm pretty sure Mears was in the gas and T- Dale says, well, hell yeah, it was in the gas. I was in the gas, too. We were trying to miss the wreck, TJ. <laughs> well, that was f***ing bullshit. Well, it's not like we were running that well up front all day long. Uh, I guess the best chance we had is uh, that fuel mod strategy we were trying before Tony Stewart blew his rear end. Anyway, I'm not ready to call this a great guy sophomore slump right now but I'm getting close to it. still like to think we're going to get a win soon, but they sure seem to be harder to come by this year than they were last year. I don't know. Yeah. All right. All fair points. I don't know. I don't know anything about sophomore slumps. My sophomore year in high school was dynamite. My college, my college sophomore year, even, even, even the second sophomore year that I had was great. <laughs> 
<laughs> first name, I feel like you had a great sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year was awesome. How many I'm sophomore years did you yeah. have in college? Just first. one, but oh. we happened to uh, win 11 games. First na- uh, Mike wins. Davis, speaking of first name Davis and sophomore years, if you could have seen where this guy lived, I mean, I, I've never in my life seen a more unsettling, troubling, awful place to live in my life. It was great. It was just had co- he should have just written college on his house. Yeah, yeah. I lived in a place like that. It was a death trap, is what it was. <laughs> was it unhealthy? It, yes. <laughs> I mean, it was college at its finest, and just bodies everywhere. The temperature in the house was forty degrees. Is <laughs> Dirt okay. everywhere. Davis, do you have a reaction to that? It's all true. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? What can I say about the race? Hell, I don't know. The car sucked. I mean, it just sucked all damn day. I, I hate to say that. I'm not saying get rid of Greg Eyes. I'm not saying at the end of the world. I'm just saying the car sucked balls. Like mm. massive donkey balls. Mm. I mean, how the f the car sucked that bad that ran second? I know it's a qualifying run, but we don't qualify good. We race better than we qualify. What the hell happened today? Anyway, hashtag Mike Davis sucks, but not as bad as that car that took us out today. Hashtag not enough got now called deal with this. Hashtag well, I'm gonna go fish off that bottle of Jack Daniels now. Y'all have a good day. I like how he has no earthly idea what a hashtag is or how to use it. He just thinks it's time to give a lot of information after each hashtag. Well, look, I got nothing to add to that. That seems like a reasonable gentleman right there. Yeah. Absolutely. Who's next? I think I finally figured out what Hendrick Motorsports' problem is. It has nothing to do with cars. has nothing to do with this big gap. It's first name Davis, his game talk ass. Ever oh. Since he's come on full time. Mm. Ain't nobody been worth a shit. Oh. Man. I mean, what the f- I mean, seriously. First name Davis, you suck. More really so do. than, more so than Mike Davis. Ah. Well, I can subscribe to this theory. <laughs> I certainly can. Yeah, he called back and just said, "Go Tigers." Go ti- which Tigers? We Doesn't know? matter. They all beat us. Let's see here. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. If I can find this in my phone, Amanda Wolf <laughs> Meyer. Meyer. <laughs> Come back. First name. It's all that's your a, You fault. know what? That's a good point, though. She's married to a Gibbs guy. Yes. Wow. That's how we can Maybe there's secrets. some truth to this. She's Amanda tweeting, was the key. She's tweeting how excited she is about some of these wins because yeah, her husband's on one of the teams. Right. Bonus day. Amanda gets to buy a new pair of shoes every time they win. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. First name Davis. Completely responsible for this. What can problems. we do, Davis? Uh, to, to get you to be more lucky, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You went you went to Wrigley Field this weekend. Cubs won. I had lots of Notre Dame stuff everywhere. So look, are they Irish? What's that got to do? Off? I don't know. They rubbed off on me. Oh, what's that got to do with the Cubs though? I don't know. They're really good. The best team in forty years. And 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 they 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 won with you in in they the did. stadium. Yeah. So it's obviously I'm I'm not the problem. No. Panthers went fifteen and one. And I didn't go to the Super Bowl. And they <laughs> lost. So. Uh, that's a fair point. Yeah, we still might need to call Dustin. And then yeah, the Gamecocks went three and nine. You, so. you make a good argument, but I'm not ready to go ahead and say that you're not the problem. I think we need a few more weeks of this. Okay, and we'll yeah. see. Uh, yeah. that's, that's true. Could be a movement by then. That's right. Who's next? No, screw Joe Gibbs racing. I hate him. <laughs> George not Gibbs. that bad against Matt. He's a good driver. I like him. But boy, this 88 team, we got to do something, boys. This was a 
luckiest race of the friggin' year. I mean, cheese and ice. Can't we just do something right once? Just one time, unload and have a good car. Poor Junior's driving. He almost cleared that wreck and Casey Mears came up. He might have salvaged a pretty decent finish by pure luck, but he doesn't have any friggin' luck. So we got to get friggin' better. Come on. Man, that old George Gibbs, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Jonas, that old Jonas Gibbs. He's tough to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Just throw it. Let's just rename them. We're we'll just going to start renaming them. They're going to keep winning. Damn you, George Gibbs. <laughs> right. Mark Kenseth. Hate that he won. Who's next? Damn. I thought Jimmy Johnson taking out the, the field was going to help us out, and we were looking good, getting cleared, and a competing little damn lizard took us out. Anyway, hopefully uh, <laughs> next week will be better, and see what happens. Freaking lizard. <laughs> What, what which one do you uh, blame it on? The caveman or the lizard? Uh, I blame it on the driver. <laughs> yeah, he was in the gas. He's in the gas, of course. <laughs> Who's next? Mike Davis does not suck. Casey right. Mears sucks. Lock it the f- down, you moron. There you go. But he was in the gas. Hey, it's interesting that everybody's blaming Mears here. I thought Jimmy would take a little bit of heat uh, on this for sure. Well, that's there what wasn't the tweets much I got. Jimmy. Wasn't once Jimmy Heat at all. So, so we should state for the record that the problem with this wreck, I mean, the, the reason it happened was because Jimmy stays out, or he takes two tires, I think. This is with about 45, 50 to go. He comes out. He's not been up front all day, but now he's up front. And you're like, uh-oh, here's now Jimmy up front in clean air with two tires. We've seen this story before. We've seen it, really. Junior was the one on four tires in second. Jimmy was on two and still pulling away. Were we going to see the same thing? They throw the green flag. Jimmy can't get it out of gear. They bottleneck. They domino effect. And, man, it was on after that. People just piling into each other. Junior was in 20th. And I, I think, TJ, I love that you pulled that that uh, piece of chatter for the open of the show. TJ's call was this. Go low, 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 low. High, 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 high. Low, low, high, high. Low, low, high, high. Low, high. Close your eyes. And, uh, and um, you know, but almost made it through. Almost did. Who's next? Sunday's race at Dover Uh-oh. was a oh, here we show go. Good. for a bunch of different reasons. Now is not the time to be belly aching and crying about misfortunes and problems with Team 88. Uh-oh. Matt Kenseth was the unluckiest guy in the cup garage until Sunday. And now he's a race winner locked into chase. This is Dale Jr. and Team 88. We are one race away from locking ourselves in. We all know what the problems are. But now is not the time to give up on this bunch. Preach. That's bad luck. That's Might bad race cars. But that doesn't mean we're a <laughs> team. We're going to be just fine. Let's support this team. Let's get a couple victories. And let's win a goddamn championship. That's a speech right there, dead governor. I got fired up, Taylor. I just knocked equipment around. That's a speech. That's what we're looking for out of Dado. He's even running. I was about to give up on him because he sounded like he was breathing heavy. Yeah, I was a little <laughs> nervous about his, his what's going to happen with him uh, moving forward. But By uh, the way, I did see the Rocky <laughs> Steps this past weekend because I went to our friends at Exalt on Thursday, and they are in Philadelphia. I've got a picture of it, actually, Davis. I'll show you here. But the one he tweeted. Wait, wait, did you oh, go did I tweet up? it? Did you walk I did, up, run it? up the steps? No, we just saw it from the 40th floor of a, of a building. You you did not go over there, run up the steps, and say speed is what we need? You were there and didn't do it? 
I was eating. <laughs> it, it was lunchtime. I was hungry. <laughs> but I got my golf clubs. <laughs> oh, God. Touche. Any more, Davis? Yeah, one more. It's actually not a reaction theater call. Dado actually let me know about this video from two fans sitting in the stands at Dover. Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Short and sweet. Oh, come on. Shout out Jimmy Wags 3. Jimmy Wags 3. On Twitter. I, I'm going to find out where you live, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, they were, was that during the race? Yeah. And Dado, would he put these guys up to it? Yeah, he tweeted it out. He just he noticed shared it? it with the world. Well, the continuing saga. Of again, again, I heard it a few times this weekend, and I just laugh every time because it means that they're listening, right? Yeah. Hey, if they're listening, I'll suck. <laughs> I'll, suck, I'll suck if you listen. Wow, that sounds dirty. Reaction theater number 1902 <laughs> It's open 24-7, 365. All you have to do is call 855-740-1902. And first name Davis, if he clears them out, will play the best <laughs> each week. You can be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses called the Livery Series, available in the popular dirty mode, General Dega McCoy and Admiral Frames. Get yours today at Spy Optic. Com. Hey, by the way, speaking of Spy Optic, got a new frame. Yeah, coming yeah. out mm -hmm. here in a few weeks. Keep your eyes and ears open. Going to be cool. That's all I'm going to okay. say. I'll keep my face open. Keep your, <laughs> keep, you just keep your face open, Taylor. <laughs> Don't close that face. I'll come open put it. it right in your face and say, hey, if you want to uh -oh. put them on my head. All right. It's, all right. Time to, it's, it's time to throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. All right. So Dale Jr.'s got some work to do this weekend. Tomorrow he's getting with the team at Hendrick Motorsports and mulling over the notes from Dover. That ought to be fun. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. That ought to be fun. Like a terrific time. Sure. Yeah. Anybody want to go to that one? Uh, yes. But Wednesday he is uh, hosting an employee luncheon here at Junior Motorsports. And by the way, I think that Catwalk, uh, Cat, uh, what's it called? Catwalk for a Cause, the Sherry Pollux and Martin Truex Jr. Foundation deal. That's happening this week, too. So that's going to be fun. Junior always participates in that, walks out there. We'll see some pictures that are disturbing if you didn't know the context behind it. You know what I'm saying? Remember that picture last year where Junior was doing the runway there, yeah, Taylor? Was, I mean, you remember it, don't you? Yeah. I, yeah I, can't, you can't forget it, can you? No. Right. Unfortunately. Anyway, but that's for a great cause. They see those kids are out there. It's just it's a phenomenal event. Uh, he also has an NBC promo shoot later this week, and then it'll be time to get ready for the All-Star Race. First practice is Friday afternoon. Uh, if you want to be eligible now – this is going to the Exalta uh, deal. If you want to be eligible for the $88,000 that will be awarded when Dale Jr. wins the Exalta We Paint Winners 400, did you guys just see what I did there? Did you hear it? Did you notice it? Did you catch did. it? Yes. Yeah. I said when he wins it. I heard it. I didn't Are say yeah. Uh, nobody can give me any grief for the predictions anymore because you're, uh, you're going all out this hey, week. Well, he's going to win that. And so somebody's going to win $88,000 if – they fill out the form on PoconoRaceway.com. You've got to fill out a quick form. It's legal. It's the legalities of the situation. Don't hate the player, hate the game. So you go to PoconoRaceway.com, fill out the form. It takes one minute of your time. Then you will be in the running for $88,000 giveaway when Dell Jr. wins at Pocono on June 5th. Okay? Last night was a How's it go again? Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go down to Pocono? <laughs> <laughs> that seems familiar. Did we say His that? First one name year? Davis a couple of years ago when uh, when Junior swept Pocono, Mike Davis for some reason turned the Beach Boys song Kokomo into, into Pocono. 
<laughs> That's right, I did. I yeah, forgot about that. Uh, no. yeah, You'll no, get you there did. faster yeah. if you take it slow. For, fortunately, Dale Jr. was singing Eric Church in the car while he was winning That's at true. Pocono a couple of years ago, but uh, Mike Davis was singing Pocono. Pocono. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Listen, last night was the second installment of the three-part CMT docuseries called NASCAR, The Rise to American Speed. I know you didn't see it, Davis. You were flying back from Chicago, but I'm telling you, it's another good one. I got to see it. I saw your tweet on this. I, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm definitely going to have to get in Man, on it's. Uh, did you know that Richard Petty went into drag racing to spite NASCAR for a year? Did you know that? What? Yes. I'm telling you, you learned so much on this documentary. It is fabulous. Uh, Bill France Sr., I learned this last night. And we were we, – we, Junior's the executive producer of this thing. You'd think I would have known this, right? But uh, Bill France Sr., Came to Richard Petty, who was just mowing him down because he had this new Hemi engine, you know, with the Chrysler Corporation. And he says, your Hemi's not allowed anymore. And Richard Petty got mad, and all the Chrysler folks did, and he went drag racing for a year. And it worked because fans started not showing up because they wanted to see Richard Petty race. And so then they come back and allow the Hemi back in the sport. Did you know that? That's crazy. Yeah, Richard Petty drag racing because he could take the Hemi to the drag strip. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I learned a lot from the first part. I can't wait and, to see and, and, and also a really good part about Wendell Scott. I think Dale Jr. should threaten to be a pit master if things don't turn around here in the next yeah. few weeks. Yeah. I'll go grilling. I'll do it. <laughs> if that old George Gibbs wins one more race. <laughs> don't make Derek me. Hamlin. Don't make me take my apron to some other place. I'll do it. All right, anyways, all right. You can go to cmt.com to see vignettes and bonus material. Also, set your calendars to watch Episode 3 this coming Sunday evening. It comes on at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. But obviously, check your local listings for airtime in your area. The Xfinity Series is off this weekend. They'll return to action next week at Charlotte. The trucks are racing this weekend at Charlotte. Cole Custer will be in the Double Zero Haas Automation Chevrolet Friday night. That race will be on FS1. Davis, did you notice I checked with you first since last week I, I completely butchered uh, the, the schedule. And so I, I looked at Davis, and I just wanted yeah. to get a confirmation that no, I'm no, right. You had uh, the boys in Kansas racing on right, Sunday. You right, had right. You race on Saturday, yeah. and they actually it was just one race, and it was a cup race on Saturday. I had it all messed up. But Davis gave me okay. two thumbs up on this one, so this, it's got to be right. Yeah. Okay. The Sprint All-Star race for the Sprint Cup Series will be this Saturday night. It, too, will be on FS1. Dale has this awesome paint scheme. I don't know if you guys seen it. It was unveiled last week. It's kind of a, it's a patriotic Diet Mountain Dew paint scheme. You can check it out on HendrickMotorsports.com or DaleJr.com or anywhere. So uh, check that out. A quick story on that. Uh, yeah. I was going to go to the All-Star Race this weekend, and then my wife informed me that we're going to a wedding in Birmingham, Alabama. So I will be watching the All-Star Race, but I will not be there. But do you know who's going to take my spot instead this weekend? Who? Mike Davis, who's your favorite Alabama quarterback? That would have to be a gentleman by the name of Greg McElroy. You show him the ropes, my man, if you're there. He's going to be there. He's taking my spot. It, it, at the Speedway? Yeah, he's coming to their all-star race Wow. Saturday night. Now, wait a second. So you're going to a wedding in Birmingham, Alabama? I'm going to a wedding in Birmingham, Alabama next weekend. Okay. Well, this we, weekend I will be in Birmingham this Saturday. Who's getting married? David Perry is getting married this Saturday. Well, my cousin, Sam Gentle, is getting married in two weeks. Yeah. So, well, but Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback, 14-0, 2009 season, will be there at the track uh, this weekend. So Does he know anything about racing? Absolutely not. But he's a junior fan because he's my buddy, and uh, he definitely be pulling for the 88 on Saturday night. So, 
excited that uh, he'll be out there. And if you're a Bama fan, go up there and yell roll tight. And if you're an Auburn fan, scream War Eagle. He loves that. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> All right. That's White Flag. Hey, Friday, a uh, week from Friday, as Dale Jr. said, he said, we got uh, Fan Appreciation Day coming up sometime soon. I'm not sure when. Well, Dale Jr., it's a week from Friday. That's right. We'll all be there, and that'll be a lot of and, fun. Yeah, so. and he will be here uh, on in in the studio on the Dale Jr. Download uh, with you, Taylor. You're coming, right? I'm here. Yeah. So there you go. So um, Jr. will be in studio. That's a good. I'm glad you brought that up, Taylor, because honestly, here in the Exalta studio, we will be having podcasts going all day on Fan Day. So like, uh, in, in, while while Jr. is doing his autograph session, I'm trying to think who is it. It's Earnhardt Outdoors. So Carrie, Hank Parker Jr., Kelly will be doing. Uh, Earnhardt Outdoors at 10 a.m. Uh, the Dale Jr. download will happen at approximately 11 whenever Dale gets done with his autograph session. Then later in the day, door bumper clear, TJ and Brett Griffin, which uh, with all seriousness, they do a phenomenal job. I love listening to that podcast. I learn a lot from Brett Griffin. I, I really do. So give door bumper clear uh, a listen if you don't already because I, it, it's really a good podcast. Uh, we also got Motor Mouse that's going to be doing some stuff. Davis is shaking his head. I think he's upset <laughs> you, with You've me. gone soft. I've gone soft. soft well, I notice I didn't give any props to TJ, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, you don't deserve any. <laughs> you know, the Motor Mouse girls will be doing some stuff with the fans uh, all throughout the day. I'm missing one. Oh, yeah, Junior Motorsports up front. So we'll have uh, uh, those guys doing some stuff. So, yeah, the Exalta Studio, please come by. Check us out. Talk fun. to us. It's hey, so and, and Seriously, and right outside the glass, start the Mike Davis chant, uh, sucks chant. Seriously, I w- I would l- really, we'd all appreciate that. So, Come watch all the shows, see Dale Jr., <laughs> and start the Mike Davis Sucks chant. I don't know. Junior and I will be chanting it inside the glass, but if you chant it outside at us, we would certainly appreciate Listening, that. D- depending on how we perform in the All-Star race, I think this theory that was uh, you know suggested on Reaction Theater today, that first name Davis may be the cause of it, if he has one more bad race, this first name here, I'm not so sure they're not going to turn on him. Okay. First well, name sucks. First name sucks. There you go. Yeah. You know, the only thing worse than that is if you scream "Go Clemson" at him. So, <laughs> so we, right. and, and you like can do that. that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do that as well. Really, in all seriousness, uh, I know everybody's frustrated right now, but there is no other person on the planet you'd rather you'd rather have behind the wheel of your race car, especially. With the way, with what he said to us this week on the podcast, uh, just appreciate how genuine he was as he described some of the frustration right now. People are going to miss that type of honesty whenever he's gone. There is no doubt, no doubt about that. Well said. For Mike Davis, for first name Davis, for Ralph Dale Earnhardt Jr., I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spot. Dale, yeah! Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Hey, Dirty Mo Radio listeners, make sure you follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter because if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they'll partner with Pocono Raceway and give away $88,000 to one lucky winner if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta We Paint Winners 400. Go follow them at Exalta Racing. You'll be glad you did.